You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Shane, what up, man? What up? It's the evening time and we're recording. It's a little bit new for us. What's up? Yeah, it is. What up, man? It's good. Um, Everything is good. How are you doing? We ain't recorded in a week. That's right. We did skip a week. It don't feel like it, though, to be quite honest. It feel like we didn't miss a beat, and I don't know why. Uh, it feels like it to me. Maybe because I just needed that time off. Yeah. I yeah. feel... I'm excited. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I've been, I've been trying, especially after last year, I've been trying to not necessarily plan out mental health days where I just rest. I don't do nothing, but as I feel the need, like, especially if I feel myself like nodding off, falling asleep at times that I wouldn't normally, I say, okay, that's a sign. I need to take a break. Need to take a break. Even if it's just a day. Yeah, that's um I gotta get better at that, man. We um we're starting spring break this week. And um I was counting down days this week because I knew I needed it. Um I am I am burnt. So I'm gonna take this week to really recharge. Funny you say that. I was just having a conversation this past week talking about <clears throat> the amount of work we do in a week and that um uh, we we were joking about we should have a three day weekend. I would put in, I would sign that petition to say Friday is a weekend, right? You only uh-huh. work four days a week, right? And so in that conversation, we were talking about. So does the the work diminish because it's four days? Like, are you doing less work? And the answer is no. You just end up putting all the same amount of work into those four days. And I was uh, somebody had brought up. It's kind of like when you're about to go on vacation and you're on countdown. Yeah. And to be the most productive you've ever been because yeah. you're trying to get it all in and make sure it's done before you go and even then some. Did you feel like that leading up to spring break? No, I didn't. I try to do as little as possible to try to coast. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do as little as possible to <laughs> try to coast to get out because I was tired, bro. Like yeah. I was mentally, I'm I'm mentally exhausted so there was no try to do as much as you can well in in some regards i did but for the most part it was like how can i be as efficient as possible and just stay sane and get to friday um that that was it yeah i would say it does anytime you're headed to a vacation it does feel like the weight of everything that you've done starts to hit you now and you're like oh my gosh i'm so exhausted yeah, I saw the most amazing thing though the other day it was um from a band director here in a local area, and he was just cutting a promo about how people just throw away Fridays, and he was like Fridays are just wasted days because everybody's just counting down we um counting getting ready for the weekend and like what kind of example are we teaching our kids, and I was like oh, sounds good, 
<laughs> God well. God well. What are you gonna do? Well, I mean, do? I mean, we really don't have days off. Like, very rarely do I take days off or where I'm not doing something. So I don't know that it applies, but I do know I'm guilty for that. Well, it's Friday. Let's just get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Friday tends to tends to do that to a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of organizations that say they track their stats. Mondays and Fridays are their least productive days. Hundred percent. Right? Everybody hates Mondays and Friday, like you said, they're just counting down. And it's like, so so what separates the great ones from the the good ones? It's probably how they approach Fridays and Mondays. Hundred percent. The end of the week and the start of the week. Yep. Yep. You know, it's all the back to that. How do you use your twenty four hour clock? Yeah. 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 That's that's the truth. Well, do this. Take us down. What blew your mind, Lane? Because I'm curious. What blew your mind? This is an interesting topic you brought to the table. So um, what blew my mind? And I think a lot of this podcast is going to be, the episode today is going to be things that you've already heard just from a different perspective. So what blew my mind this week was the other day, probably about two or three weeks ago, I say the other day, we were, I was hanging out with some of my coworkers. This was after school. And every, all of us, there's about four or five of us in the room. And everybody else at the time, it was me and excuse me, it was me and one the girls basketball coach. And we were both in there and he was filling out his brackets for the for the tournament. So it was at the beginning of the tournament. And while he's finishing filling out his bracket, I'm I'm charting out my investment portfolio. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this, like just looking at dividends, that kind of stuff. So then my assistant basketball coach walks in the room and now we're up to about three or four people in the room. And now everybody's talking about the tournament. So I say, oh crap, I left my paper in my office. Let me go get it. So as I was walking over to my office, I was like, wait, why am I doing this? They're doing that. I should have just stayed focusing on what I was doing. Like what does, I mean, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'll do the bracket, but like I'm, I'm moving in this direction. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep moving in this direction and then let them do the brackets and I'll catch up later. So I, I ended up getting my bracket, but I folded it and I put it in my pocket and I sent, went back in the room and I kept talking and, and um, they kept doing their brackets and I kept working on my portfolio. And it just made me think, you know, I don't ever want to be a snob, but it is okay if I'm going right and everybody's going left. Yeah. I don't care. It, it's okay. And we have to be okay in order to get to where we need to be. Yeah. I mean, how how many times have you found yourself doing something productive and other people or other influences take you in a different direction? Man, man, I can think of several times where I've done that myself. You know, well, you just, to, just to fit in. You like, you know what I'm saying? The pressure of the room, you know, yeah. influence you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's tough, man. How do you, I mean, you, you want to be engaged in the conversation that's happening right there. So how yeah. do you stay focused and not come across as, a I squirrel. ain't on, yeah. Look <laughs> at <laughs> <Like> this nerd. <laughs> but you know what? Truth be told, I didn't even realize that it was March Madness. I had been focused on the business and goals. Like when I looked up, they were talking about who made it to the Sweet 16. And people were asking me, so is your bracket done? I was like, oh, snap, it's March? Yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was that time. 
I, I, I did naturally because um, I coach. So it, it's a lot of time. But you know what I haven't done? I haven't watched the game. Me either. I haven't seen yeah, the I game. I haven't watched it. I know what's going on. I've been keeping up with my brackets just to see. Um, I'm, I'm, I like Villanova. Um, not to win. I just like the team, the program. Um, mm-hmm. I think Gonzaga's going to win. So I haven't been watching any. But, you know, people are lockstep with that tournament right now. And, but like you said, I'm, I'm busy with this other thing right now. Like always, I mean, people, when this time comes, probably the most uh, unproductive period in all of businesses, <laughs> yeah. except for yeah, the yeah. business of sports. What a coup to talk. Yeah, I haven't seen the game. I have not been paying attention. I don't know who's winning, who's in, who's not. I have no clue. Yeah, and this is not a knock on people that's paying attention to it. All no. I'm saying is it's okay to not. Like, it's okay to, to be in the other room and not or in a, going in a different direction. And it's no knock on nobody. It's just you have to accept your journey or your path for where you are and, and, and move with the tide in the direction that you're moving. Now, this is, this is hard to do, right? This, this is tied directly to people's success level. Yeah. And whether or not they're able to achieve the goals that they set. So it almost it almost lends itself to be what you call a rule as to how you can become successful. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to be, you said yourself, it's okay to be not, I think is what you just said. But it sounds right. I don't know if I said it, but that sounds sure. right. Yeah. It's okay to be not. It's okay to be not like everybody else. That's how that works. Yeah. So let's do this. You, you, you talk about, you brought to me the topic for today. Yeah. And in bringing today's topic, you said, you could be successful if. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw like to you first. Already there. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna throw to you first because um, I have talked myself through the whole episode already. So I'd be interested to see where you go, and then Bill. So if I'm asking you the question, or if somebody's asking you, Vic, you would be successful if. You want me to run the whole list? No, give one at a time. All right. The first one, and immediately when you said it, it hit me, and I continue to say this to people i just said this in a live that i did a couple weeks ago you could be successful if you elevate your expectation you have to elevate your expectation i think too many people got low expectations not only for themselves but of other people and the results that are produced but how does one know if they have low expectations because i say that to say if I'm used to eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches every day and you take me out for steaks, should I expect, you know what I'm saying? Should I be expecting to eat more? But like, what if this is all that I know? So how do I know that my expectations are low? Once you said it right there, if you, I take you out for steak and all you ate is peanut butter and jelly and you don't think that that steak is much better than that peanut butter and jelly. Right. Or that you deserve the steak more frequently, or that, that, that peanut butter, that, and that's part of the how is that once you get exposure to something better, and especially in this age where you can you got access to information and you got access to what greater looks like at your fingertips, once you get exposed to greater, you then have to believe that you deserve better, and that's how you raise your expectations. So, like, what's the killer of expectations? Uh, fear. You think I say complacency. I think fear. I think fear because here's the easiest way. Uh, Grant Cardone has a book called 10X. You talk about how to raise your expectation. 10X is all about whatever it is that you think you would do, whatever goal you would set, raise it 10X, like multiply it times 10 and then go for that. And pretty much 
that's that's how I try to live is like even before I read that book I would think about all right I want to accomplish this but what would be what 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 would I consider to be too much and I think that that's what people don't do or I take that back I think people do do it they consider ah that would be too much I'm gonna just lower my goal to this for me it's mm, that would be too much but you know what I'm gonna push for that because one I do think that I deserve it. And I do know that it's going to push me and stretch me. And it's also going to propel me further than everybody else who saw that same thing, thought of that same thing and decided to go, eh, that's too much and lowered their expectation. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I don't disagree. I agree with everything you said. I think just sometimes people get in the, in the boat of, I have enough. What I have is good enough. Like, why do I need more? I guess expectation is all about future future thinking because it's expectations about what you don't currently have so when you look to the future of what you want that's where you start to set goals that's where you start to vision greater and better not only for you but for your family so if you're thinking about the future then your expectation should be higher and it's the standard should be greater than where you currently are 100 percent, i agree raise the expectations you will be successful easy so you up, what you got? I think I'm going to go with, you will be successful. You will be successful if you focus on adding value. Too many people when they um, start or move in a direction are so focused on me, 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 me. And I've come to the conclusion, especially over the last week, or so just with some of the opportunities that I've been in conversations I've been having that success is determined on relationships. Relationships are only built when you're adding value to someone else. So if you and I are working and it's just all about lining my pockets, there's nothing in it for you. Mm-hmm. But if you and I are working together and moving in a direction and you're winning as well as I'm winning and our focus is not only us as individuals, but it's the person across the table that we're working with or for, you're going to move closer to success because success is about relationships. Uh, I believe adding value, you will be successful if you focus on adding value. I agree with you. But the question that comes to mind is how does a person, an individual determine if they're adding value, if what they're bringing does actually add value, because it's almost narcissistic to say, all right, I'm doing this. You should see that I'm bringing value, right? It's not transactional. I think looking at it from that perspective, you're still focusing on yourself. Hmm. You know, and then when I say add value, think about it this way. Um, When you offer a product, when you're offering a service, when Hmm. you're exchanging your time for money, Whatever that service is, is it improving what we're doing? Is it adding to what we're doing? Um, and as I said, that's just that's just a thought that I had today. And I heard it on the today on the Todd a Billion podcast. The name of the podcast is called Tweet Talk. And it, it and he spoke candidly about that as he focused on helping others and it became less about the monetary end, the monetary end came because it it was just working hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. I heard a quote a long time ago that said, you can achieve your goals if you first help others achieve theirs. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that resonated with me. So I absolutely believe you in that one. Hmm. All right. Add value. Here's, here's another then. Learn to come. You could be successful if you learn to compete only with people who are ahead of you, not equal to you. Successful if you could learn to compete with those ahead of you, not equal to you. Yeah, what, what, what the hell are you doing compete with somebody equal? You're not competing. You guys are just trading places or something. We talked about low-hanging fruit. Yeah. A lot of times it's very easy to sit in your circle and look around you and compare yourself to those individuals saying, am I ahead or behind with that group, right? Yeah. But if you come into a space and you're already focused on competing with those who've achieved more businesses, who have already accomplished what you want to accomplish with your business, it coincides with that expectation. It coincides with elevating yeah. your performance. You're going to push yourself that much harder, which when you really start to compare yourself with your peers or the people who are at the same space or level as you, there will be no comparison. Yeah. So it's like, it's cool sitting in first class, but it's better to own the plane kind of thing. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. And yeah. that's who you compare yourself to. Huh. That kind of leads to also with expectations, because if you're no longer comparing yourself to the, 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 the ground level of where you are, the eye level, and you yep. start looking up, then it changes your, your expectations. In essence, what you're doing is you're raising the floor. When you yep. think about it, like you said, it coincides with expectation. Everybody's floor is different. If, you know, like I remember growing up, all of our parents, when we were in school, wanted us to do our best. But I knew and could see very clearly that my mother's expectation for my best was different than some of my friends' parents' expectation for them and what their best was. I immediately saw a difference. And so my floor was higher. So even though I was having a bad day, a down day, a down week, down performance, whatever you call it, it was still higher than others. So it never looked like I was ever down. I think that when, I think competition is important in that too. I don't think, I don't want people to hear you could be successful again because you raise your expectation. You could be successful if you compete because competition breeds success. Competition brings something out of us. The hardest person to compete with is yourself. I, I agree with that, truly. However, competing with others, not comparing with others, competing with others helps you to push your performance and what you can get out of yourself. We have a tendency to self-preserve. So we will naturally hold back to conserve. That's what our brain does. It's taught to put us in routines to conserve energy. Same thing exists for our performance, but competition against others pushes us past the limitation that we would have put on ourselves. So you have to compete. I said, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I didn't. That never. I have a list that didn't make my list. I didn't think about it. So I learned something today. Hmm. All right. You up? You could be successful if you will be successful, or you could be successful if you change your perspective. Change your perspective of just everything. Like the other day, I was thinking the the last podcast we uh recorded. 
I don't know what happened that day, but my brain went like, I was taking in so much information very quickly. Um, I listened to, again, I listened to that Tweet Talk podcast and I listened to the Brilliant Idiots podcast and it escapes me exactly what we were talking about, but it, it blew my mind that day of all the stuff I took in. But another thing that I took in was um, I had a perspective shift. I, I was talking to my grandfather on the phone and I don't remember what we were talking about. And somehow I started getting the feeling that like maybe I've missed I've missed out or I'm not where I should be and whatever, whatever, whatever. And we were talking and somehow the conversation came up. I asked him, when did he come over to America? And my grandfather and grandmother didn't come over to America until he was 40. Hmm. So at the age of 40, they left London, England to a foreign place, started over and completely rebuilt their lives to, you know, my grandfather got in real estate, you know, we, we never, we never struggled for nothing. We, we came out fine and we did fine, but it caused me to shift my perspective of where I was. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm 36. Life is just really beginning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I think we get caught up in failure. We get caught up in fear. We get caught up on what we don't have, where other have, what others have and we lose perspective of where we are and the greater plan of moving forward and that it's not over until it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like a reset on what you thought you believed up to this point. Yeah. I had a, I had a coworker. I can't remember the, the author that he got this from, but he says that the author suggests instead of, Asking yourself, how am I right? Ask yourself how I might be wrong. How I might be wrong about everything I believed up to this point. Because Why would I do have, such a thing? Because it, it speaks to your perspective, challenging your perspective. We naturally look for evidence that confirms what we believe. Yeah. What if you look for evidence to confirm how you might have been wrong about what you believe? You know? And that's the problem with our society today. Nobody's willing to do that. Very, me, very few are willing to do that. Challenge your own beliefs to see what, if, what, why, where, when, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. All right, you up. You will be successful if. You will be successful if you learn to work in silence. Work in silence. What I mean is. Far too often, we've seen several quotes that say, you know, don't tell people you move. Killers move in silence, right? And I've always believed that killers do move in silence. And I think that you are an example. Work in silence. You shared with me about a month ago some stuff that you had accomplished. And I said on this episode, I was like, dang, when you hit me with that, I was like, man, I'm behind. I didn't even know he was working on any of that. I think that Far too many people feel the need, the feel compelled to tell people what they're doing while they're doing it so that they receive confirmation and affirmation that they're doing what they're supposed to rather than trusting themselves. They started out with this plan. They started out to execute whatever it was. And somewhere along the way, we start to experience doubt and we start to experience a little bit of fear. So we tell people, hey, I've been doing this. I've been doing that for people looking for people to go, 
oh yeah yeah that's dope that's dope yeah you should yeah that's dope man you're gonna kill it and then you keep going because if you were to hear mm, i don't sound too good it gives you an opportunity before you get too fully invested to back out and go to plan b I think you got to move in silence. I think you should tell people what you're doing when you 80% done. That way it's too late. I agree 100% because I have, haven't mastered the art, but I don't tell anybody anything. And you say 80%. I say 99.72 is what I'm telling people what's going on. Because, God, you know, there's... I did, I've had this, this thought in my head. You can't talk to a person about making a million dollars who's never made a million dollars. They have nothing to offer you except for like some motivation. And I'm at a phase where I don't, I don't need motivation. Mm-hmm. I'll call Vic if I need motivation. I, I, I need practical tips. I need advice. I need strategy. I need plans. The other part about it is you can't talk to some people that never made a million dollars if they haven't made a million dollars because you don't want negative vibes and you don't want negative energy. People, people I have learned will talk to you through the, through their lens and their experience. They're going to give you advice based on their lived experience. Like if you had a person that was uh, uh, wanting to be a successful music artist and they're 40 and they never made it, so when the 20-year-old comes and talks to them about it, it's going to be negative, 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 negative. Yeah. So I, for that reason, do not tell much of anything to anybody until it's literally done and, and, and drying on the paper. So I, I agree 100%. You know, I, I, I love that. Honestly, the only reason I said 80% is because somebody, I think it was one of my mentors, shared with me, when do you start the next task as you are completing previous tasks? And he told me when you're 80% done with the one before, because you're more likely to see that one through and you're less likely to stop moving forward. So you start the new one while you're finishing up the old one. Um, And you're right. I think that telling other people has a tendency to get advice from their lens and their perspective, their experience. Um, I think the other reason why I would say it's okay at 80 with the caveat that be careful who you talk to, be careful who you're sharing it with, because not everybody is happy for you. Um, You know, how can you be happy for a blessing when you didn't get it? Andy Minio said that, you know, Um, not everybody's happy for a blessing when it doesn't come their way. So yeah. I'm with you on that one. That's a good one. All right. Back at you. You could be successful if you be original. One of the things that I've noticed is it seems as though we lack right now. Everybody's trying to be next instead of being first. Hmm. Hmm. Everybody is focused on being next instead of being first. Mm. And, and it's funny, 
although everybody's trying to be yeah everybody's trying to be next but no, nobody is trying to be the first and I, I i do have another idea where we also don't teach our kids how to be cogs in the wheel how if instead of like let's say you're making 10 million dollars i can come work with you and i can get 2 million working with you and we eating together or i can go over here and just for the sake of having my own thing make 200,000 and it could just be we don't teach our kids how to be everybody teaches them how to be lebron james but nobody teaches their kid or encourages their kid listen man get in there and just be Kyle Kuzma like i always said if my son played football he is going to be or if i'm going to do my very best to push him to be the kicker Kickers play football for like 20 years. Fam. Forever. And long snappers too, by Long way. snappers. These these are positions that you don't, man, I'm the long snapper, dog. You don't ever hear nobody say that. You know what I'm saying? But but everybody wants to be the quarterback. But, you know, the, the, what they say, the average NFL career is three years. If that. If that. So you can go and kick the, kick the, 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 the brown thing for 15, 20 years if you're good. Everybody wants to be... Um, Nobody wants, everybody wants to be next. Nobody wants to be first. It's the same yeah. thing. Like, and, and this was the thing. And this is where my mind shifted a couple of months ago. I was telling you that I need to pivot out of the current business that I'm, I'm working in the current, current thing that I'm focusing on. And it's like, I'm thinking now in terms of complementary business, how can like, if this guy right here is selling this bottle, I can make money if I sell the paper and if I sell the lid mm -hmm. because I know there's a hundred people making bottles just like this. So now I become exclusively in the lane of, man, I can make you the best paper for that bottle personally, instead of just moving in the lane of making the next bottle. Ooh, boy, you said something there. Everybody's trying to be next. <laughs> Nobody's trying to be first, boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here contemplating my own business now. Like, <laughs> man, we've been trying to be next. We need to change this up. How can we be first? And that that was one of the things that I took away from the podcast that I told you that day that I listened to that can completely mm -hmm. it opened me up. Like, you know, um, you know, it's the same thing with, with within our community. We we have the, a little percent of the wealth because we don't own nothing. We don't, we don't, we don't own the places where um, the money's funneling. Um, the, the stimulus that's coming out, everybody else is gonna get pe piece of that, except for our community because we don't have the places for the people to push the money. That we don't have those places where for them to send the money. So, um, you know, focus on being first, man. You you don't have to. If everybody again, like if everybody's going this way, take that pivot, find something else. How can you help them? How can you add value to them? All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So what's the quote? Take us out, B-Dope. Let's get out of here. The quote is, and it's funny enough, I, people need to understand, we don't talk about the show. We don't talk about uh, what blew your mind. We don't talk about what quote I might pick. Like, we don't talk about none of this prior to the episode recording. So nope. listen to this quote after having heard, listen to this conversation. You will never influence the world by trying to be like it.
you will but never that, in, you will never influence the world by trying to be like it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That work out good, man. Think about it, right? You, as you talk about adding value, right? Being being first, not not next, like that. That's what that speaks to. And as we are all pursuing our goals, we are trying to impact the world in some way. But are we trying to imitate the world or are we trying to be one of one? One of one. There it is. One of one is what we need to strive for. Just out of curiosity, just rapid fire, what was left on your list? Find balance between quantity and quality. Mm -hmm. I think people pick a side. And really the secret to success is finding balance between the two and truly understand that it starts with quantity and quality comes from failure through the process. Gotcha. Last was always deliver more than expected. That's dope. That was dope. That's dope. I had um, start and then I had change your circle. Mm. Yeah, we had the same amount. <laughs> Good, I didn't underachieve. <laughs> I, was, I stopped at three originally. I said, "Nah, let me put <laughs> just in case." <laughs> That's, That's what's up, man. Hey, as always, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. This was a good episode. I'm glad you brought this topic to the table, baby. Uh, if you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show. Uh, Check out the YouTube channel. We are growing there. You're going to start to see more videos. Uh, we will come from behind the mic and get in front of the camera. Uh, don't mind our ugly mugs. That's just who we are. Live life on purpose, y'all. Purpose Addicts, we out.
try.